Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, hey, what's up? Welcome to the Pop Punk Promo family. I'm so glad to have you here. If you are looking for some brand new artists to obsess over, this is the place to be. Here at Pop Punk Promo, we interview small artists in the pop punk scene with a focus on women in the scene and members of the LGBTQIA plus community. If you love finding artists in their small stage before really anyone knows about them, this is the podcast for you. You're definitely going to want to go back and listen to all of our previous episodes as well as tune into all of our future episodes because we release episodes every single week and each week is a brand new featured artist that you probably have never heard of and Almost every single week, we release interviews with these small artists, so you get to know them very personally, and you get to know what it's like to be a small artist right from the beginning of their careers. We chat with artists about their experiences in the industry, what it's like to go on tour for the first time, some of their first shows, the songwriting process, and even the meaning behind their songs. So it's a wild ride. It's a lot of fun. And... We ask questions that make them think a little bit and that you probably won't get the answers to anywhere else. We're not just any other podcast and we're not just any other interviewing platform. We are here to connect with the artists and become friends and share their music the way it's meant to be heard. Whether you found us on social media, through a friend, maybe on our website through a Google search, or one of our featured artists themselves, Thank you so much for being here and tuning in and listening to this week's episode. It means so much to me. And whether you've been listening for one day or 50 days or you've been here from the beginning, thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. And I love music. I love sharing music more than anything. And that's the reason I started this. So again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you have ever supported Pop Punk Promo in any way, shape or form, you mean a lot to me and you're very special to me. So thank you so much. If you're interested in supporting Pop Punk Promo further, we do have our Patreon available and there are three tiers you can select. The first one is labeled Pop Punk Enthusiast and that is our most basic package. You get a featured artist sneak peek every single week. It's just your general form of support and that really means a lot to me. If you're not able to contribute anymore, it's $3 a month for that tier. The second option is Pop Punk Junkie at $5 a month. With this tier, you get the featured artist sneak peek. You get early access to video interviews as well as a 20% off discount to the Pop Punk Promo merch store. So this one is an awesome upgrade if you love Pop Punk Promo and you want to support us a little bit monetarily. This does help us with equipment costs and making sure you guys still get content every single week. The third and final tier on our Patreon is labeled Pop Punk Powerhouse, and this one is $8 a month. 
Now, this tier is geared more at musicians, songwriters, people who are looking to promote their music. So this tier gets you everything that you got in the Pop Punk Junkie tier. So you still get the featured artist sneak peek, early access to video interviews, and 20% off their merch store. But this one differs because you will get artist playlist promo. So I will put one of your songs on our playlist for the season and you will also get promo on my Instagram stories as well. So this is a great idea if you are looking for a little extra promo for your music. If you don't really want to do an interview, if you're a little nervous, this is a great way to still utilize the platform and get some extra promo. But this is also available to people who have done interviews with me as well. And you really, really want to step up the game and use the platform further than just when I randomly decide I want to feature some of the musicians on my story, you know? So this is a great option for any musician looking for a little bit of extra promo every single month in a consistent way. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, I want you to mark your calendars because the one-year anniversary of pop punk promo is coming up on October 12th. I am just in disbelief that it's already been a year of pop punk promo. I can't believe it. I can't believe I started this journey my last semester of college. I just decided, you know what? I love music so fucking much and I want to talk about it with people and I want to make something happen. And that's how pop punk promo was born. And here we are almost a year later, and I just can't believe all of the incredible things that have happened in the past year. I had a vision when I started this podcast of promoting women in the scene, and that is 100% what I have done. I have searched the internet. I have searched far and wide for incredible women to represent on this show and to promote and share with the world. And gee, I just cannot believe the incredible things that have happened. Like, I found out about Taylor Acorn at the beginning of this show. I met her, I got to interview her, and now I consider her a friend, which is insane. Along with so many other incredible icons like Bronny, Leah, McCall Bliss from Dawn, Emmy Mack of Red Hook, and so many more. You guys, every person that I've interviewed on this journey has literally been so sweet, so nice, and has really made me appreciate music in a new way that I never would have had I not started this podcast almost a year ago. From day one, I had something incredible that I never expected. I gained two fans that have been with me literally since that first episode, and that's because I featured Lolo on the first episode. Now, I didn't interview her, and I'm still hoping that that happens one day, but I featured her music, and two of her biggest fans, Tom and Amanda, listened to the episode and have been some of my biggest supporters since the very beginning, and I'm so grateful for both of them. So if you guys are listening to this, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You guys are the sweetest human beings, and I wouldn't be here without you guys. With all that being said, on October 12th, we are going to release the one-year anniversary special edition of Pop Punk Promo, and I'm so excited, you guys. I have so many surprises in store for you guys. This is not going to be a typical episode of Pop Punk Promo. 
I am going to feature my sister on it. We are going to reflect on the amazing journey that Pop Punk Promo has been in the last year and reflect on everything that's happened, talk about some of our favorite highlights, and I want a little bit of fan participation as well. I'm asking all of you, my incredible listeners, to send me some of your favorite moments from Pop Punk Promo that we can reflect on. Tell me what your favorite episode was. Tell me who your favorite featured artist was. Tell me which episode has inspired you the most and who of my featured artists are most played on your streaming platform. You can also send me any questions you have that maybe you're dying to have answered. And also let me know if there's any featured artists that you would love to see on our show. And if you have any connections to someone that you know would love to be interviewed, also let us know during this time as well. This is the perfect time to come together and just let us know everything that you love about Pop Punk Promo and what kinds of content you hope to see in the next year. You can send all of your anniversary info to us at poppunkpromo at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram at poppunkpromo. I'm really excited to share this one year anniversary with you all and I hope that you guys all tune in on October 12th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to hear the amazing anniversary extravaganza. With that, let's get into some pop punk news. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, we are starting off this week's news segment with a bang. We are going to announce a couple of incredible tours, and I was going to actually record this last night, and I'm so glad I held off because this morning I got the biggest news ever. So you guys remember our friends Fall Out Boy, and you guys remember how I saw them a few weeks ago, well, I attempted to see them a few weeks ago, and it got rained out, it was a huge mess, and it was really devastating, honestly, but this morning, they announced so much for Tour Dust 2. This is their second U.S. run, and I am so excited. This is going to be amazing. This is going to happen in the spring. Let me give you the details. So Fall Out Boy is bringing a whole new crew with them on this tour. Some of them are the same as the last tour. Some of them are new. So instead of Royal and the Serpent as the main opener, they are bringing Jimmy Eat World. I can't believe it, you guys. That's going to be insane. Jimmy Eat World will be on the entirety of the tour. And then there are going to be five other acts that will switch out throughout the tour. This includes... The Main, Hot Mulligan, Daisy Grenade, Games We Play, and Car. You guys, this is nuts. This is going to be so fun. There is such a diverse group of acts on here, and I am so excited. The tour is scheduled to kick off on February 28th in Portland, Oregon. They're going to go through the U.S. once again and end with my home city, Minneapolis, Minnesota, on April 6th. You guys... This is time for redemption. I get a redemption follow boy show. So much for tour dust. I can't believe it, you guys. This is going to be the best. And it's in an indoor venue this time, which means we won't get rained out. It's going to be the best. I, I can't wait. 
You can visit Fall Out Boy's Instagram page or their website for the full list of tour dates that they will be going on for this second U.S. tour. If you join Fall Out Boy's mailing list, presale starts next Wednesday, September 13th at 10 a.m. local time, and the code will be sent out at around 7 p.m. Eastern on September 12th, the day before. The general on sale starts Friday, September 15th at 10 a.m. local time. So you have about a week to figure out what cities you're going to hit up and who you want to go with. This is going to be so exciting, guys. You're not going to want to miss it. Next up, we have Leah Kate embarking on the Super Over Tour in just a few days. This is a U.S. tour that's going to start on September 11th in Indianapolis, and it's going to go through the U.S. and end on October 19th in Portland, Oregon. Now, one of the dates that stands out on here is actually the Minneapolis date. This is a special University of Minnesota homecoming show, and it is completely free to U of M students and the public. So if you are in Minnesota, you're not going to want to miss this. Leah Kate will be headlining, and then the show opens with Beauty School Dropout and Honey Revenge. You guys, this is insane. And I know I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it, but I have to miss it. And I'm really upset about it. Um, My cousin's getting married that weekend out of state. And so I'm going to go there. Obviously, I'm very excited for her. But man, this this could not have been at a worse time. I really have been wanting to see Honey Revenge, especially for a long time. But I know Beauty School Dropout and Leah Kate are going to be so amazing. So if you are from the Twin Cities area, anywhere in Minneapolis, Minnesota, please make sure you go out to this free homecoming show on September 29th in Minneapolis. Aside from that Minneapolis homecoming show, Leah Kate is bringing a whole assortment of guests on the Super Over Tour. This includes Aja, Senses, and Sierra Cavalieri. Now, those are the main special guests, and then there's a whole assortment of other guests that appear on different legs of the tour. This includes Tia Tia, Alex Capelli, Elmore, El Bays, and Lauren Amore. Now, I probably butchered like half those names and I'm so sorry, but I actually haven't heard of most of these people. So I'm really excited for this tour. I hope you guys are too. You can visit Leah Kate's Instagram for the full list of dates that she'll be performing at and who you can catch opening for those dates as well. Chicago peeps, it's Riot Fest season. So this year, Riot Fest is occurring September 15th, 16th, and 17th in Douglas Park in Chicago. This is huge. This is one of the biggest pop punk metalcore festivals that occurs in Chicago every single year. This year on Friday, the Foo Fighters and Turnstile are the main acts. On Saturday, the Postal Service, Death Cab for Cutie, and Queens of the Stone Age are the main acts. And on Sunday, The Cure and Mars Voltage will be the main acts. Of course, on all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, there is an assortment of other acts that will be happening throughout the day. On Friday, we've got notable acts such as Tegan and Sarah, Say Anything, The Interrupters, The Rex, Hawthorne Heights, Pink Shift, Young Culture, and so many more. On Saturday, we have notable acts such as Sleep Token, Pennywise, 
Nothing Nowhere, Head Atomica, White Reaper, Bowling for Soup, and unknowingly, Taylor Acorn added on to Riot Fest last minute. There was an opening and she was invited. So make sure you head out there to Chicago if you want to go see her and you can't see her at any one of her other headlining dates. And finally, on Sunday, there are notable acts such as AFI, The Used, The Bronx, The Black Angels, and so many more. You can get your tickets right now at riotfest.org. This is the biggest festival in Chicago that caters to pop punk and metalcore. Like I said, this is insane. I've never been. I would love to go someday. That's just not in the cards for me this year. But if you are in the area, I highly recommend you check it out. Get your tickets now. You can get one, two, or three-day passes, whatever you want. And make sure you check out all of these incredible bands that are performing. Moving along from tours, I've got a number of new releases to share with you guys. So first up, we've got Big Shot from The First. If you guys don't remember, I interviewed The First a few weeks ago, and he is just such an honest, cool, chill guy. And he released a song with Bronny and Kellen Quinn from Sleeping With Sirens, and he's just amazing. So make sure you check out his brand new song, Big Shot. Next up, we have a brand new single from Leah Kate called Unbreak Up. Now, I really like this one. It's got a little poppy vibe to it, and it's literally about just wishing you never broke up with someone, and I think a lot of us can relate to that. So make sure you check out Leah Kate's brand new song, Unbreak Up. Next up, we have a brand new single from Royal and the Serpent called Separation Anxiety. This comes on another one of their short little music collections called Rat Trap for the Burden. Now, I love Royal and the Serpent so much, and everything that she's been doing and releasing has been so incredible. And I don't know what all of this means, all these short little EPs, but it kind of tells a story, and it's been really cool to watch. So make sure you check out Royal and the Serpent's brand new single, Separation Anxiety. Finally, our last release on the release radar is Smash Into Pieces by Unsafe Unsound. My friend Ricky Jab is a part of Unsafe Unsound, and this is a more metalcore band. They are amazing, so I highly recommend you check them out. Listen to their brand new single, Smashed Into Pieces. Before we wrap up this week's news segment, I have a number of pre-saves available for you guys to check out right now. First up, we have Caroline Riley with a brand new single called Mr. 262 coming out on September 15th. Next up, we have Scene Queen with a brand new single called Pink Push-Up Bra coming out on September 20th. Following that, I mentioned this last week as well, but it's worth noting again, Brawny has a brand new single called Oh coming out on September 14th. This is a single leading up to her debut album, which comes out in the spring, and I'm so excited for her. Make sure you pre-save it. She is so close to her pre-save goals, so that would mean the world to her if she hits that. Finally, we've got a brand new album from Beauty School Dropout coming on October 13th called Ready to Eat. This is so exciting. They are a really cool band in the scene right now, so I highly recommend you check them out, pre-save that brand new album. 
Last but not least, we have got the girls of Daisy Grenade teasing a brand new cover. They are going to release King for a Day girl version coming very soon. They don't have an official date for it yet, at least not that they've told us, and there's no pre-save link, but it is worth noting that it is coming. It's going to be so amazing. Make sure you check it out as soon as it comes out. More details will hopefully come out soon. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time for our featured artist segment. I'm so excited to share with you guys this brand new interview this week. I interviewed another small musician and she is so cool and so fun. And I hope you guys really like her. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Kaslyn. Alrighty. Hey, everyone. We are here today with another female musician. Her name is Kaslyn. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing amazing. Do you want to introduce yourself to your, uh, the listeners with your name, pronouns, where you're from, all of that stuff? Of course. My name is Cass. I go by Kaslyn. Um, I am the vocalist for a female-fronted band, a pop-punk band, and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Nice, nice. Do you like living down there in Texas? I've only been there like once. It's hot. <laughs> but I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, we we are in like a heat advisor right now. It's going to get to be like 110 and we're in like Minnesota. So I don't know if it's like that by you right now, but it is hot outside. It's crazy. It's so hot that there's been fire warning. So I'm oh, just... that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yay, thank you again for being here and taking time out of your day to, to chat with me. I'm really excited to get going. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. No problem. Um, how long have you been making your own music and how did you kind of get started on your music journey? So I have been making music since last year, original music since last year. And I got started because of my roommate. Um, he's a producer. And nice. Just like a like on a whim thing, like let's see if you can do this, and we kind of tested it out, and it's kind of just blown up and gotten bigger from there. So I'm definitely nice. grateful for him, um, and he's actually part of my band right now too. So he's just doing a lot of this work to maintain my music and everything, and I'm super grateful for it. Awesome, that's so cool. I I love that you kind of got together with your roommate to like to make something really cool happen. That's awesome. Um, how long have you and your roommate known each other? Um, it'll be about two years in December, I believe. That's super cool. That's awesome. How would you kind of describe your personal brand of Castlin to someone who's never heard your music or anything about you? Great question. I honestly just. I love being real with everybody um, around me and like how I'm feeling and everything. So I just, I, I try to keep like everything very personal because it's like, I'm going through these things. I'm sure other people are going through these things. And I, I want people to know, like, you're not alone in this. Like, so I, I've kind of always just maintained that, like, you're not alone type vibe with my music and with everything I do. Absolutely. That's so awesome. And I think that is really important to make music that connects with other people and that you feel like you're connecting with your audience, you know, in a way. So that's that's awesome. I really love that. Are, are you currently independent, I would assume, probably an independent artist? 
So actually, my roommate again, he runs a local record label here called Fritz, and I'm actually under him um, as an artist on his label. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's super, super cool. Nice. Does he have other, like, other artists, I assume, on the label, too? Yeah, so um, his girlfriend, Nico Fulon, is also under the label. He also has some um, other artists that he's working with. Um, there's this new band called Ten Times Demise that he's working with, uh, Chris December. Um, there's a lot of different projects he's currently picking up, and it's it's been really awesome to see him put in all the work into these local artists and hearing, like, the final product out of it, and it's it's going really well for him. Super yeah. Oh my God, that's so cool. I love that. And I'm sure you get to, um, you know, see just kind of what else is going on, you know, in the scene. And is are these all kind of like local to San Antonio or are these other like acts that are around the country? So the band that he's currently recording, they're actually coming down from, I believe it's like the New Braunfels area, San Marcos area to record. Nice. Um, but all the other artists have been local so far. Nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. And I feel like then you get to kind of experience the local like San Antonio scene, you know, that's, that's really cool. That's awesome. Nice. Um, so a question I like to ask a lot of people on this podcast, cause I like to, um, you know, I, I like to promote women in the scene and like members of the LGBTQ community and stuff like that. So I'm just wondering how has being a woman affected your success in the industry and have you felt any kind of discrimination as far as that goes? I wouldn't say discrimination. I, I really do believe like especially um, being in the whole pop punk um, and with my newer stuff is kind of leaning into a little bit of the metalcore-ish scene. I feel like people have been a little harder on me especially like your male audience. Um, I, I just feel like females get a little bit more of like the backlash from things that they do and like because being in pop punk you want to express how confident you are and like all this other stuff and it's just like no you're you you don't want to do that but at the same time it's like whatever like I'm gonna do what I want regardless and um, absolutely to like what my next song is going to be about it's probably going to make a lot of people mad but I'm here for it honestly because people being mad is still engagement so hell yeah I mean like look at what scene queen's doing she's got her own like vibe of like pop punk metalcore bimbo girly whatever you want to call it and she's making people mad too but she's being authentically herself and I think it's so important to have more people like that you know and yeah I I have unfortunately heard from a lot of people that um that women are just often not respected as highly especially in the beginning when they try to get into pop punk or metalcore and stuff like that so I really admire that you're just out here you're just gonna do your thing you're gonna be who you are and people will love you for it people will see that and like I see it that's that's why you're here obviously so I'm, I'm just really excited to see what you do so yeah it's it's definitely um been harder like being in the scene because you feel like you're not being taken seriously a lot of the time but at the same time, like, if you don't take me seriously, that's fine. If you do, then I love having you here. That's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. Okay, let's move on to TikTok. So do you utilize TikTok at all for, for your promotion? 
Oh, yeah, I love TikTok. I've actually been on TikTok since right before COVID happened. It kind of started out as a joke and people it was when like the whole like emo thing was starting to come back. So people like really enjoyed my content. And that's actually how I gained a lot of like the following that I have is through that. They've kind of just transferred over into music. But it's definitely been like my major source of promotion on my music. And some videos do good, some videos don't, but either way, it's still getting it out there. It's still like putting it into the world. So it, it's definitely been a big game changer for me. Nice, nice. I love that. And I always love hearing how people like differ on opinions on TikTok because I, I like that you've had such a positive experience because I feel like some people, they try so hard and it just like, it doesn't work out for them. So I'm really glad that it's it's been something that's been positive for you. And I, I really think that a lot of people have been using it to like to listen to new music, you know, like especially I, I do to find people to, to interview. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I, I've, I've actually heard a lot of people say, like, this isn't working for me. Um, like, I'm, I'm just going to give up. I'm going to use another social media to do it. But like, if you just like continue, like, just always post, always post. And I post every single day. It's either videos from like a show that I did or like what I'm recording or just something pertaining to your music. Just post every single day. And eventually one of those videos will click with people and you'll get that engagement. Yeah, that's awesome advice. Um, I feel like I, I definitely try to post on TikTok like once a day. I definitely don't, but I try to. And like it's that is the way to to build an audience for sure. I love that advice because I feel like people don't succeed because they make one or two and they're like, oh, it's just not getting what I I, I need. And they're discouraged, you know. So, yeah, I, I really like your approach. So then I guess let's see what. OK. This is going to be like more of a personal question for you, but what is one artist or band that would be like your dream to go on tour with? Oh my God. I've thought about this so much. And honestly, I have been absolutely adoring Honey Revenge. Like I, yes. Oh my God. That would probably be one that I would be so stoked to like, do a show with either like collab with anything because I I love her energy I love her music just like everything about her she's like actually who I watched like live show videos for really creation on like what to do for my show because I just did my first show so I was like okay let me watch some other artists and see like what they kind of do you know and yeah. That's awesome. I would just love to do like any kind of like thing with that band. I love them. Oh my God. Yeah. They're amazing. They've actually been, been flying pretty high on my radar lately too, especially with their, their newest, it was an album or EP release. I can't I believe I think it was album. Yeah. It was a brand new album and it's, yeah, every song on there is just so classically good. And yeah, I, I love that you like study other other musicians to see what they do on stage. I I guess I never really thought about that because if you if you're newer, you know, obviously, I mean, me, I feel awkward as hell in front of like large groups. So I that would definitely help to feel like more normal and like what you should be doing, kind of. You know, that's awesome. It's like weird for me, like going into like doing my music live because recording and live is like a whole different world and it took like a lot of it took two months of practice just for one show for me so really 
yeah, the band and I worked very hard to like get show ready for just that one show last Friday, and it it ended up going great. So that's all I'm happy about. Oh, congratulations! By the way, that has got to feel so good to have like one solid show under your belt. Like that that's yeah. a massive congratulations to you. That is a huge accomplishment. So I'm stoked for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Do you have another one booked already? Um, I'm gonna be opening with another local band. We're gonna be opening for I Set to Kill nice yeah oh my god that's awesome congratulations i hope that the momentum just keeps on building and you just keep on doing show after show that's that's so amazing oh my god i love that um all right so honey revenge you'd love to tour with that's that's amazing is there anyone else on your bucket list you think that you that you would love to tour with colorblind that would probably and colorblind nice as well um his vocals are just like outstanding and i i definitely look up to them as a band too nice wonderful oh my god i love that um and then i guess so stemming away from that but still kind of on the same topic what musicians inspire your personal music style and who are like your favorite artists to pull inspiration from when you're writing songs so when I'm writing, um, definitely like giving like Paramore vibes, Avril Lavigne. Um, one of my songs was more inspired by like it gives off kind of Evanescence vibes. So just like a lot of those like bigger, like early 2000s popular bands, I definitely want to bring that nostalgia back for people with through my for music. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely get that vibe too as well, just listening to your music. Like you, you give like I, I don't know if if classic pop punk is the is the the word I want because it's more it's definitely more in like the heavier side like you were saying like evanescence and stuff so I definitely see that absolutely okay so you have the upcoming show that you're going to do the opener do you, you don't have anything else currently on the books do you uh no not at this moment just that show um i have been looking at a couple of others but i haven't reached out just yet on them to see if i do them okay the one that i said to kill one is definitely like a big move um my friends actually put on and they put me on the bill for that one um that one was last friday and it went really great all around for all the local bands just being around like the local scene in general enough but it was a really good show. Um, but just the I said to kill one, and then we'll see what happens after that. Nice. That's so awesome. And like I said, congratulations about all of that. That is incredible. And I always I love talking to artists like who are are very new to the scene and new to performing like you are, because it's it's always so cool to see how excited you guys are about your first shows. Cause like that's a big deal, you know, that's that yeah. you never know who will see you at those first shows that that might continue to be a fan of yours throughout your whole career like that's that's super amazing yeah, it, it was it was such a surreal experience like as soon as I got off the stage like a lot of the other band members came up to me like giving me hugs like you did so good and I was just like I was so happy about it all around um the band was super happy about it I definitely appreciate having like Julio Alfonso Adrian all yeah. of them <laughs> yeah that's amazing Evan's important too uh <laughs> but they, they're just like they're so inspiring to me because they they've been doing this for a lot longer than I have and um they gave it, me a chance to be able to live out my dream too so it, I'm grateful for it for sure that, 
Yeah, that's incredible. And always keep those people close to you too. The people who who are helping you achieve your goals early in the beginning. Those are the people that you want you want to keep by your side. So that's amazing. Um, okay, so you just released a new song at the beginning of the month called Situationship. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What was your whole inspiration for that? Do you have any any fun stories about about the making of the song? Just let it let us hear it all. Oh my god, the tea on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, just by the name alone. (laughs) So I wrote that one um, when I was going through a situationship. I was just very confused on where I stood with uh, with somebody. And um, I kind of just like let it all out in that song. And I was like, this needs to happen. This is such a petty, like fun, dancey song and I, I brought it to Adrian and was like we got to do this so we started doing it um and I started sending the demo to a couple of people and they're like oh my god this needs to happen like now so um we ended up just working through that one that one took about a month a month and a half to get done um and very last minute the very last part that uh the lyrics tell me what you want from me like that really high that I hit at the end me and my friend Sharon were literally just sitting in the car and I was like I really want to add something big to this like big vocals and we were sitting in the car at like 12 o'clock in the morning and she was I had the lyrics and she she does like these insane vocals all the time too so um I was like I need like a big belty note and she helped me out that last part and we like last minute added that and I was like this is what it needed um overall dramatic very like girly song and um the little dance that I've been doing with it too um to practice and doing I did it live in front of people it's just it's so fun it's such a fun song oh my god I love that story so like I I just feel like I'm low-key calling people out all the time whenever I'm playing it when I'm singing it so I'm like I'm kind of petty. That's okay. Like, be petty. It's your story. It's your story to tell. It's your song. And what, honestly, what music isn't a little petty? You know, what what musician doesn't put a song out that's a little petty towards someone? And if they know it's about them, who cares? Whatever. Let It's your story to tell. So, <laughs> music video, too. And I got even more petty in that. <laughs> Ooh. I, Please elaborate. I went through the actual text. And I put some of the actual text, like not word for word, but close enough in the music video. Um, and I was like, this is taking it too far. I don't think this is taking it too far. Because like I said in the beginning, I want to be real. You know, like I, my music is about real things I experience. So I want to continue that like throughout everything creatively that I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And you sh- you should be real, you know, like in your own music, like if if your goal is to sing about, you know, your feelings and things that have happened in your life, then you should definitely stay true to that, you know, and if, if you want your your audience to feel, you know, how, how you're feeling in the moment, like that's absolutely how you should write. And I admire you for that. And like, you know, situationship, whatever, like those are confusing and whether or not the other person intended for it to be that way or not, it doesn't matter. It's how you feel, you know? So yeah. It we very confusing time and a very like upsetting time too, because I was, I was super down for this person and it, it just kind of didn't go the way I thought it was going to. And like, it, it was just, it was overall just a mess for me. So I was like, you know what? I give up. I'm going to write yeah. a 
<laughs> yeah, I I definitely have been there. I, I I've had um, people like that in my past too, where I, you know, I thought that there was something really good going there and then it just did not end up the way I thought it would or I wanted it to. And, you know, it's ended up being a big mess, like you said. So like, I, I definitely can relate to this song. Um, and I think a lot of other people will. So that's, yeah. I love that, that you release a song that can be so um, relatable to people. And then they can also kind of mesh it to fit their own situations too, situationships, whatever. So it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Oh my God. I hope, I hope that you've, you've healed and moved on a little bit from said situationship. I hope that, you know, you're doing better because that sucks. Especially having that song out now and just like getting it all out. Like, you know, I'm not one to air out dirty laundry, but like having that out there and just like it helped me move on from it, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. You just need a little, a little rant sesh, something to just get it off your chest so that you can separate yourself from where you were then or you know if you're still having feelings about it so yeah yeah that's really admirable I, I really like that you wrote about that that's Thank awesome you. yeah yeah absolutely all right so now tell me one song that's written by another artist that you wish that you would have written yourself Airhead by Honey Revenge. <laughs> yes oh my, that song that's will not get out of my head I literally have caught myself like because I work at a, I work at a Starbucks and I have caught myself humming that song when we're busy because it just gets me like hype and gets me going. And I'm like, God, this song is so catchy. I wish like I wrote a song like this catchy. Oh, my God. I feel you. So like I, I just feel like I'm like, damn, I'm such an airhead. And I just like it's just in my head all the time. And I'm like, man, I'm really brain dead. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's just it's so good. Like, I don't know what it is. It just it that one in particular of theirs is, is just such an earworm song. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And I, I think that we all kind of can relate to that song, too, a little bit. I'm like, damn, I am so fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's a great answer. Oh my god. I love that you love Honey Revenge so much too because I feel like they're not talked about as much as they should be. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but big, but they're still very like low-key as a band. Mm -hmm. And like they they deserve like the world. Like both of them seem so sweet. And then like watching all of like their show videos and like their tour vlogs and everything with um Arrows to Action, I believe it was the last yeah. Um just I absolutely adore them as people, as musicians, as a band. Like they they deserve like everything that they're getting right now. Absolutely. And I I'm honestly so mad because they were here with Arrows Arrows in Action. Yeah, um, in Minneapolis. And I didn't get to go because I had to work and stuff, because I, I work nights and I have to be careful with how much PTO I take, whatever, you know. And so I I was so upset because I had so many friends going and it's fine <laughs> but yeah and they didn't come to san antonio but they came to austin i was like i can't go all the way to austin right now yeah out on that so hopefully they'll they'll come through san antonio event yeah. be a little easier yeah i feel like san antonio is is one that gets missed a lot in yes we really do because austin's only an hour from it so people yeah. are just like oh well people if they really want to come out they'll come out you know yeah so, yeah, we get a couple shows here and there that we can be super stoked about, but most of them are Austin, Dallas, Houston. 
Yeah, and and Texas is so freaking huge. Like, I don't think people even realize that. It's like they do three cities, like major cities in Texas, and they still miss like a huge portion of the population. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. But yeah, I'm I'm manifesting that they do a bigger tour and that they get closer to you so that you can actually go see them. I need to go see them. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I you need to. I the way you even talk about them, I'm just like, you have to go see them. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's move on to the next question. So if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Um it would probably have to be Avril Lavigne, like any of those albums. Um, I really like the Love Sucks album as a newer yeah. one. And oh then um, Let Go. Mm-hmm. I feel like Let Go is one that I could have on repeat forever and never get tired of it. Absolutely a classic. <laughs> actually gave me like a physical CD back when I was like eight or nine. And that's how it got into music. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be just like her. And here I am, like, you're on your way. (laughs) We're doing it. We're trying. (laughs) Yes, you're on your way. You've got the hair. You've got the vocals. You got it all. You're ready. You're ready to make it happen. Ready. I love that. I love that for you. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I I definitely, I love her new album a lot. It, it definitely, like, because she, she, she had her time to just kind of like, you know, vibe for a while. And she came back with a really cool album. So I really love it. I love all the collabs that she's been doing with like Travis Barker and like all these other musicians too. Like she she's really making it work and um especially where like pop punk and like alternative in general is just getting more popular. She really fed into that and it I, I feel like it's helping a lot. Yeah, absolutely. She I think she she took a chance on a lot of more modern day pop punk um musicians as well, which I think is super cool. Um yeah, and I, I really appreciate, like, a legend like that doing collaborations because it just, it, it helps the community grow so much more, which I think is amazing. Definitely, it is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I could see you collaborating with her one day. I oh, think we should okay. manifest that. Let's put it into the universe. Yes, we, we need to manifest that to happen. <laughs> like, that, would be, that would be amazing. That would be, like, the one that like I cherish forever like I love all of my songs but if I got to do a collab with her that would just be everything to me oh my god I mean even look at like like Taylor Acorn she is still technically an up-and-coming pop punk artist and she just did a collab with Cassidy Pope from Hey Monday it can happen it can happen (laughs) You just, you just got to keep working, just keep grinding and keep releasing the music and showing people your soul and it'll work out. Yeah, so just manifest it. Yep. I'm, I'm absolutely pro manifestation. I believe that if you like, if you think hard enough, if you dream hard enough, like it'll happen, it'll happen one day. So let's see, are you going to release any music anytime soon? Any new music? So we have this new song in the works and we were just talking about like scene queen and everything and it's very it gives off very much scene queen vibes um it's a little bit heavier of a song i do do some screaming vocals so i'm super excited about it um it's currently still in its demo phase we don't know when it's going to be released um i definitely want to start working on it again here soon so that we can possibly get it out in september um, not october 
Nice. Oh my God. That is exciting. I love seeing Queen. I love what she's doing so much. And I think she's someone definitely to look up to in the scene right now, especially with how like unashamed she is of everything that she does and how just like motivated and she wants to put like real change into the scene. And I think that that's so important. Yeah, it's really very like inspiring, especially for like a lot of the female fronted bands, because like we were talking about um, it just it we don't get taken as seriously and like a lot of people are saying oh well you don't get taken seriously because you do things like that like scene queens doing but at the same time it's like we're just being ourselves and if you don't like that then that's that's not our problem but at the same time it's like you don't have to be so rude and like demanding about it exactly and it's like like, but I mean, like, even look at what Scene Queen's doing. It's like some people think what she's doing is ridiculous. Some people don't don't understand her art. But it's like she is making a literal scene for a reason. She is she's trying to rip apart the way that pop punk has been for women for so long, and she's trying to revolutionize it and reimagine what it is to be a woman in the scene. You know, which is literally why I started this podcast. Like she was one of the catalysts that like made me go, I should really start talking to to women in the scene, to independent artists, to like smaller artists, you know, to get them known because like the people just don't get the recognition that they deserve. And I love finding new music. I love finding new artists. So it's like sitting here with you today means so much to me because I can help share the love that you have for music and spread your music to people that maybe will never hear it if unless they like hear this podcast or whatever you know what I mean so I was definitely like listening to a lot of your other podcast episodes before this as well and I just like love the whole like appreciating like female fronted bands especially because like you don't really like you see interviews but you don't see as many um like podcast interviews I feel like with like just female fronted bands or just like full female bands even like yeah yeah it's it's like sad but at the same time like having like these little like these podcasts that do it it means so much and I was super stoked to be on here and like do that and just bring like everything I have to the table yeah I I appreciate that so much and I I admire what you're doing and what all the other women in the scene are doing so much. And it means a lot to know that people love what I'm doing because I, I see a group of super talented individuals that have so much to share. And I feel like you guys just get shoved under so easily because it's such a male dominated industry. And it's just, it's, it's really sad to see, honestly. So, yeah. So I'm just really glad to have you here and I'm really glad to be able to to share your music with other people you know so yeah I'm I'm still growing even as as a brand as well and I I have people listening all over the world but it's not as many as you'd think so I'm still even trying to grow but yeah and and we'll both we'll both definitely get there like I see like especially like with you um keeping like that brand of like let's do female fronted bands like that that's definitely going to get you somewhere and like just maintaining like who you are as a person and like reaching out to all these bands and everything like I feel like it's definitely going to go somewhere for you and I'm super stoked to see it ah thank you I appreciate that so much and like it means a lot to me to know that the people that I'm I'm working with they see my vision too you know because like I that's really all I want I I love music I I love spreading the love of music and all I want is for other people to get to hear 
you know, stuff that they maybe wouldn't be able to. And I don't know. I, the other day I actually had um, someone like from, I think it was from Germany, like just send me a random voice message on Instagram. And they, they were like, I love what you're doing so much. It seems like, you know, all the bands before I know them. I thought I was well-versed in the scene. Clearly I wasn't. And like this message meant so much to me. Cause I, I was like, this means that what I'm doing matters. You know what I mean? Like, it it's helping people like you and I think that that's amazing so yeah that is amazing and honestly like so sweet I love getting like the little message requests and seeing like paragraphs like your music means so much to me like it did this for me and it, like I'll sit there and cry like I actually do <laughs> I'm so sensitive like I'm such a cry baby so I, I like I'll read something like that and I'm just like sobbing in bed and I'm like that's so sweet that's that's so sweet and like just cherish those moments too especially in the beginning because I like especially once once people start getting a lot bigger I feel like th those types of messages can become extremely overwhelming so just like like yeah. cherish it now when they come in and be like this is insane like I wrote this song from my heart and someone else is like feeling it in either the same way or a different way using it for their own healing purposes and I think that that that's just incredible yeah, and uh, like I said that's the exact reason I I'm doing all of this and like I I am so real with like the words that I write and just like keeping it true to like my personal life because I want people to be able to take my music and be like oh wow this is exactly how I'm feeling or this is very similar to what I'm going through and be able to take that and listen to that and be like I'm not alone in this I I can get through this just like she did or something like that just keeping that inspiration and keeping it very real absolutely I I couldn't agree more and that that's just such a special feeling as as someone who's sharing their art because I I'm not a musician or songwriter well I guess I, I'm a musician. I, I like play saxophone, but I don't like release music or anything songwriting, you know, but I just know that if I put my heart out there like that, if people were telling me like how much they loved it, I, I would feel super overwhelmed. So that's, that's just such a special feeling to have. All right. So we're getting close to the end of, of this interview, unfortunately. So I have uh, one heavy hitting question I want to ask you before we kind of wrap this up. So um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self if you could? Could be music or non-music related. Keep going. That's that's two words right there. Just keep going. Because I, my younger self went through so much and I'm still going through that healing process of getting over the things that I went through when I was younger. And I have always had a love for music. Um, whenever I was really young, my brother and I would like put on little fake shows in the kitchen for my mom, just like with pots and pans. And I would use a broomstick as a mic and we would write on little pieces of construction paper. We would write songs together. I, I, I know this is always what I've wanted to do and getting the opportunity to do it. Adrian giving me the opportunity to do it has been an absolutely dream come true. And really just, keep going keep pushing you'll you get through everything and you get exactly where you want and need to be that's so beautiful that's so well said um I love how far back your love of music and like wanting to be a musician like how far it goes because I feel like so many people as kids they're like that would be so cool to be a musician but a lot of people either grow out of it or they just don't think it's it's possible and I I really love that 
you just kept going. You did what you wanted to do and you have a friend that is able to help you achieve your goals. Like that's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I definitely love, um, that my love of music stayed, uh, despite me trying like other things, like I went to college, it wasn't for me. Um, I tried athletes whenever I was, I tried being an athlete when I was younger too. And it's like, this just doesn't feel right. And always went back to my love for music, my love for especially pop punk music and being in that scene and being my little emo self. It, it's always stuck to that. And I'm just like, this is where I need to be. This is what I need to be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that so much. Um, what would you say is like, what was your like gateway into pop punk music? Like who was like the first artist that you think got you into it? So I don't know because like when I first started doing music with Adrian, we were doing, we were keeping it very acoustic, very indie. And I was like, mm, I like it, but at the same time, it's not as, I don't like, I want to do sad girl stuff, but I wanted to be in a fun way. Yeah. So I out to another um one of my friends who's a producer as well and i was his name's brandon and i was like i want a pop punk song and he wrote the instrumental for my very first pop punk song and no cure for the broken and i feel like he kind of gave me that gateway into doing it. it um instead of it being like a band that's amazing that's amazing i love that so much i love that story um i guess like what pop punk band do you think were you like a fan of like first? Like who do, who is like your first memory of like being like this is a great fucking song, you know? Like because you love Avril a lot, but like would you say she was like the first? Uh, I'd probably be Paramore because very like she she can give off like punk pop vibes, but she's very more so like kind of hitting like that rock and like pop rock like genre. But Paramore, like, that was that was strictly, like, pop punk. And that's, like, who you wanted to be. There's, like, your your bright-haired um, yeah. band that, just, like, dances around stage and acts, like, completely, totally herself and doesn't care, you know? She's beautiful. She's, she's like, literally everyone's idol. And for good reason. Because, like, I, I saw Paramore a couple weeks ago for the first time. And I, like died okay because like I did not realize how absolutely incredible of a performer Haley Williams is and like she like changed my view of them like I already liked them but I like loved them after that I was like they're insane she she's been she she's improved so much like stage wise because I remember watching like her older like live videos and everything too and just like seeing that transition and like the confidence building like as she kept doing it that was definitely inspiring for me just starting out and just starting to do shows because I know each one is just going to get better and better exactly that's a, an amazing motto to think about too because like like if you think about it they like she was very young when she when she started with Paramore. Like I think she was still like like seventeen or something like that. Yeah. I may be younger. I don't know. And like nobody like is fully like developed as themselves at that age. You know, like you don't know who you are and you make mistakes. So like it's amazing to have so much momentum so early on and just to see the the masterpiece just keep unfolding you know like like you said the more you do something the better you are at it so that's that's just an amazing an amazing life motto to just follow in everything you do you know 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely look up to that. Just the whole keep going, keep pushing. You'll get where you need to be. Like that's that's definitely one thing that's stuck with me for a while. I love that. I love that so much. And I, I feel like I want to live, live by that too, as well. Just keep going. Cause if you, if you don't try, if you, if you don't, you know, just keep pushing, it's like, you don't know what, what could be, you know? So that's amazing. All right, Cass, thank you so much for being here today. This has been so fun. Yeah. This was such a fun interview. Thank you for having me. I really, Oh, you're welcome. It's I'm I'm just so excited to sit down every time I, I do one of these with with smaller artists, especially. I just I, I love getting to know you as a person and getting to know like how you started and where you are now. And it's just it's just a really cool feeling. So thank you for taking time out of your day to to chat with me. It's been really, really fun. Of course. I, I enjoyed being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And I wish you well. And I hope, you know, you get some more live shows soon. Good luck at the next one. It's going to be amazing. I know you're going to kill it. So yes, thank amazing. you. Amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. That was my interview with Caslin. I hope you guys really enjoyed our interview together. She was so fun, so spunky and just a great time. So thank you again to Caslin for being on the show. If you want to keep up with what she's doing, you can follow her on Instagram at Caslin. That is spelled C-X-S-S-L-Y-N-N. Make sure you stream her brand new single, Situationship. Go back and check out all of her other releases and make sure you're up to date on any new releases coming in the future. Pop punk enthusiasts, this is where I'm going to have to leave you this week. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Pop Punk Promo. It means so much to me to have listeners like you tuning in every single week to hear the brand new content I have to share with you and find your brand new favorite artist. You can visit poppunkpromo.com for all things involving this podcast. If you go to our homepage, scroll to the bottom, we have a featured artist inquiry form that you can fill out if you are a musician looking for some promo and you'd like to get an interview on our platform. Our website shows all of the featured artists that we've had on our show. It's organized by season and episodes, so you can find them super easily. We even have links to each of the episodes as well so that you can listen to them straight from the website. We have everything and anything you need to know about our platform right there at poppunkpromo.com. Make sure to check out our Spotify playlists with all of the artists we've featured. There is music from every single one of them organized by season again. You can find those on the website or on my Instagram. I will post all of those links on my story if you are interested in following any of our Spotify playlists. If you're a big fan of what we do, we do offer merch on our store, poppunkpromo.store. We've got t-shirts and stickers and a couple other exclusive things that come here and there. So make sure you check it out if you're interested. Also, if you join our Patreon on the Pop Punk Junkie tier or higher, you do get 20% off of the Pop Punk promo store. So if that's something that interests you and you want to support us monetarily that way, make sure you check out patreon.com slash poppunkpromo. Have a great week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode. I cannot wait to bring you guys another one next week. 
Next week's episode is actually a special edition version of Pop Punk Promo. If you guys have been following along, we do have a Women in Music roundtable that I will be recording on Saturday. And that episode will come out next week with a whole board of women in the industry from musicians to merch managers to sound engineers. And you're not going to want to miss this. If you have any questions for our panel, please send them my way at poppunkpromo at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram as well. The whole list of our guests for the episode is up on my Instagram and on my website, poppunkpromo.com. Make sure you check it out. If you have any questions for these music professionals, please make sure you send them in before Saturday. Otherwise, your questions will not be answered. Until then, stay safe out there. Stream all of the new music that I mentioned in this episode. Pre-save all of the songs, including Oh from Verani. She's so close to her goal, so make sure you pre-save that right away. Make sure you tune in next week at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Women in Music Special Edition Roundtable event. It's going to be a good one. We'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.